What Really Happened with your host, Mike Rivero. The history the government hopes you never learn. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. Show today, it is Wednesday, July 26, 2023, middle of the weekday, hump day, starting that long, slow glide down to Powhatan on Friday. And boy, it's a really busy news day. A lot of interesting things are going on. We're going to try and get through as much of it as we can before it's time to open up the phone lines for your comments, questions, observations, and opinions. Mike is in our control room taking care of business, and let's get right on into it. Obviously, the big deal, Hunter Biden's plea deal collapsed. It's off the table. And uh, apparently there were a couple of things the judge did not like. Uh, One was language that would have said this plea deal basically uh, prevents uh, Hunter Biden from being charged for any other crimes. And at the moment, there are still investigations going on regarding his failure to register as a foreign agent. And uh, so the judge was uh, uh, basically uh, tore it apart here. And, uh, you know, said this, you know, this uh, plea uh, deal does not cover everything. Now, the the uh, judge was not in a very accommodating mood. She was actually very angry. Uh, Biden's lawyers tried to pull off this stunt last night where one of them called the court and pretended to be a lawyer from the Republican investigation saying that they had included testimony from the IRS whistleblowers by mistake and could they be removed from the docket when the judge found out she just went totally ballistic and Basically, uh, the lawyers have until 9 o'clock to explain what it was they were trying to do. Now, all they're saying right now is, it's just a misunderstanding. I mean, you know, the hallucination on the part of the lawyer and everything. Uh, But, yeah, it was a dirty trick. It was an act of desperation. And it was a dumb thing to do because it definitely annoyed the judge here. Now, because the plea deal was uh, rejected, uh, Hunter Biden has pled not guilty to those misdemeanor tax uh, charges that he was going to uh, uh, plead guilty to as part of the plea deal. And so that is uh, now gone. Uh, Now, the court has released Hunter Biden, but with strict conditions on it. Uh, Judge Marvellen Norica is not messing around and says that Hunter Biden will be arrested and thrown in jail if he fails to comply with the conditions of his relief. release. Uh, Hunter cannot consume any amount of alcohol. He cannot consume any recreational drugs, including marijuana, and uh, he'll be arrested and prosecuted for contempt of court. And this is going to be almost impossible for Hunter to avoid, considering he's a career addict. And apparently uh, he's required to undergo regular testing for substance abuse. Uh, He is being closely supervised by the court system. He is required to try and find a real job. Okay, I don't think that art gallery gig is really going to work for him all that much. And... uh, so, yeah, the, she, Judge Norica really brought the hammer down on him. And, you know, the Bidens are not happy about this at all. Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about this uh, during a White House press conference and said, well, you know, Hunter Biden's a private citizen. This is a personal matter. We're really not going to discuss it. And uh, it was kind of interesting seeing this private citizen arrive at the courthouse with a motorcade and Secret Service protection. So Ron DeSantis is now out there. He's basically saying it is time to impeach Joe Biden. You know, they impeached Trump for a phone call that really was not, you know, 
inappropriate. Uh, and we've got all this evidence coming on out about bribery, potential selling of secrets to our enemies going back decades. And, you know, everybody say it's time to move on this thing. And uh, along with Joe Biden, of course, uh, you know, we should see impeachments of Chris Ray and uh, uh, Attorney General uh, uh, um, I'm blanking on his name at the moment here. Uh, but, yeah, they were all part of it. They were basically interfering in an election. That's an obstruction of justice uh, uh, charge right there. And uh, it's really ugly. It is exposing to the American people and the world just how incredibly corrupt the United States government is from top to bottom. Okay. Now, getting into the coming election here, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is maintaining the highest favorability rating among presidential candidates in a new poll. He has a net favorable rating of 47% and a net unfavorable mark of 26%, according to the survey, which was released on the 23rd and conducted from the 19th to the 20th among 2,068 registered voters. Now, poll respondents said that former President Donald Trump had a favorability rating of 45% compared to 49% unfavorability numbers. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, 40% favorable, 30% unfavorable. Joe Biden, 39% favorable and 53% unfavorable rating. And, uh, you know, coming with the uh, uh, incumbency as supposed to be an advantage, that's not really very good. Now, over at MSNBC, they had uh, an edition of Deadline White House, and uh, one of the... Uh, uh, the guests there, um, uh, uh, Paul Reichkoff, uh, openly advocated for a new Patriot Act specifically targeting what he described as right-wing extremists. In other words, they want to weaponize the government again against conservatives. Remember the uh, whole Lois Lerner tax scandal back uh, you know, a few years where they were definitely weaponizing the IRS against uh, conservatives. So Rykoff is uh, basically saying uh, that uh, any American uh, that he disagrees with uh, needs to be dealt with by the government here. And he's joined in that by Yuval Noah Harari, who is Klaus Schwab's right-hand man over at the World Economic Forum. And he um, basically is saying that conspiracy theorists must be eliminated. I'm not sure exactly what he means by eliminated, uh, but he basically was talking about their dangerous belief that a global cabal of, of elites controls the world. And he claimed uh, the theory that a shadowy elite of billionaires and globalists uh, controlling the world is anti-Semitic and dangerous. Boy, they must be really getting scared over there. Okay. Now, former House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff allegedly leaked highly classified information so frequently that a former CIA director claimed he was forced to limit how much information he gave to Adam Schiff and his staff. This was Mike Pompeo, who served in that post for a year before uh, then-President Donald Trump named him Secretary of State, made the accusation and claims in a Fox News interview earlier this year, during my time as CIA Director and Secretary of State, I know that he leaked classified information uh, being provided to him. And, you know, that is a felony. 
That is a felony to do that. And, of course, now we have uh, Comer is saying that Joe Biden was pretty much doing the same thing, only in his case, he was selling it to countries who do not really like us. Now, underscoring the fact that we are being ruled by a gerontocracy, Mitch McConnell had a medical uh, episode earlier today. He was speaking at a presser, and he literally stopped in mid-sentence and just froze staring. And there was like about 15, 20 seconds until people came up and basically escorted him away. And... uh, uh, it, it does look like he may have suffered a mini stroke or, you know, uh, a stroke where the, the blood clot temporarily blocked a blood vessel in the brain because he was able to come back toward the end of the press conference to reassure everybody that he's perfectly OK and capable of doing his job. But he is 81 years old. And we look at all these really aged people. OK. Uh, you know, in positions of power in the government, and they're not doing too well. We've all seen Joe Biden's mental decline. We've seen Dianne Feinstein's mental decline. We've seen Nancy Pelosi's mental decline. It is time to get some younger blood into the government, okay? And uh, it's another argument in favor of uh, either term limits or age limits, okay? So that... uh, you know, we know we've got the best and the brightest uh, in these positions of power instead of these nursing home patients, as it were. All righty. Now, House Republicans are looking to cite Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Meta, for contempt of Congress. This is a result of Meta's perceived reluctance to provide sufficient documents relevant to the company's supposed censorship and cooperation with various government agencies. And uh, if convicted, uh, Zuckerberg could go to prison for up to a year. And so that's uh, pressure is building on that one. Now, when January 6th happened, there was a key committee witness stated he needed two surgeries to recover from injuries sustained that day. And uh, basically, this was, um, uh, he also claimed that he rendered life-saving aid to Roseanne Boyland inside the Capitol building. Well, the uh, gentleman in question, Gonell, uh, is seen on recently released footage of the January 6th, and he's seen standing near the body of Roseanne Boyland uh, for just several minutes and, and not actually rendering aids. His hands show no signs of injury, nor does his shoulders. He's taking off his gear. Um, his feet seem fine. He's seen kicking items out of the area. And his head, which had been protected by a riot helmet, shows no sign of injury either. It's all a giant manufactured fairy tale with a really bad ending here. All right, getting on back to Tafari Campbell, the Obama's personal chef, was not attached to his paddleboard when he drowned in Martha's Vineyard. And it appears that he was actually using Barack Obama's paddleboard. And this story is just so weird. I mean, why would somebody that we are told is unable to swim go out on a paddleboard? That seems rather reckless to do. But again, uh, you know, he was taking swimming lessons back in 2019. Uh, Video on social media shows he's a very, very good swimmer. And... uh, You know, he was accompanied by one other person who is not being identified. Okay, so the story is just getting stranger and stranger. Now, we keep hearing eight feet of water, eight feet of water, eight feet of water. 
you know, that he drowned in because he couldn't reach the surface. And uh, the Martha's Vineyard Commission has verified the average depth of the Edgartown Great Pond, which is where he drowned, is only 3 to 4.3 feet. He could have stood up on the bottom, okay? And uh, they're trying to claim the entire pond was 8 feet, and uh, it just doesn't really seem to be there. And uh, uh, Tom Fitton... Uh, made an information request to the uh, Massachusetts police, which was turned down because it's still an ongoing investigation. Well, how can that be if they've already declared that he died by drowning? So, you know, and then we have that funny business with, oh, the Obamas were not on the island. Well, they were on the island, but they weren't at the home. Well, yes, they were at the home. So something is very weird going on. Now, Part of the story, part of the rumors floating around has been confirmed. Uh, He was indeed working on a book. It was primarily a cookbook, but he was inserting little anecdotes from his time at the White House and with the Obamas, and maybe he wrote something down uh, that could be a threat to a potential Michelle Obama candidacy next year. Now, on this day in 1996... A private security guard found an explosive device in Olympic Park in Atlanta, saving hundreds from injury and death. And without any evidence, the FBI and the compliant U.S. media uh, sources accused him of being the perpetrator. They had absolutely no evidence. They, they wrecked this guy's Richard Jewell was his name. And, uh, uh, you know, they ruined his life. And, you know, I think... The Olympic Park bombing may have been staged to divert the media away from the highly suspicious crash of TWA 800 that had happened just a few days previously. And the media was poking around that. They were talking to people who insisted they'd seen a missile rise up and kill that 747. Oh, we need a distraction over here. We're going to have an Olympic Park bombing. There's going to be blood and death and everything. And Richard Jewell kind of foiled that by finding the device before it uh, detonated. Now, a little bit of good news here. Okay, remember that story from a while back? There was this white woman who confronted three black shoplifters at Lowe's. They beat her rather severely, and she was fired for violating store policy. Well, Lowe's has given her her job back. And I guess they uh, really did not like uh, the uh, negative publicity that was coming on in there. They still insist their policy is to not interfere with shoplifters and thieves uh, because, uh, in their words, products can be replaced, people cannot. There is some merit to that point of view. But uh, on the other hand, uh, if we don't start interfering with shoplifters and thieves, there's going to be more shoplifting and more thievery. That's just the way these things work. So let's talk about COVID and other medical issues. Rapper and actor Ice Cube told Tucker Carlson that he refused to get the COVID-19 vaccine because it wasn't ready. And his decision cost him a $9 million film role in a Jack Black film. And uh, Ice Cube said, I never wanted to be controlled. Uh, but it, it, the vaccine wasn't ready. It was a rush job. It was just six months and I didn't feel safe. And obviously, he made the right decision when you look at all the damage that's coming. Now, Dr. Peter McCullough reveals that Jamie Foxx consulted him post-vaccine, and McCullough is urging Fox to speak on the truth behind his ordeal, uh, linking it to the adverse effects of the COVID-19 vaccine. 
Now, the other day when Bronny James had a cardiac arrest, uh, Elon Musk came on out and said it could be the COVID vaccine. We're seeing all these deaths and people who've been vaccinated. And, of course, critics are slamming Elon Musk. They don't have any evidence to dispute the fact that these vaccines are causing the harm. Uh, they're just smearing him, calling him a bottomless pit of attention addiction. So, anyway. Now, there is a new report out from the uh, Great Britain's Office of National Statistics. It shows that deaths per 100,000 among double vaccinated 18 to 39-year-olds were on average 91% higher than deaths per 100,000 among the unvaccinated 18 to 39-year-olds between January of 2021 and January of 2022. It's almost double the death rate. And so the evidence is undeniable. These are official government figures that are documenting vaccinated people are just dropping dead. Now, of course, they're still trying to protect the pharmaceutical companies. They're trying to protect their own reputations for having gone down this path here. And government health officials in the United States and the United Kingdom have declared that the explosion of soaring deaths and disabilities in the aftermath of the COVID mRNA vaccine rollout, it's just a coincidence. They're not related at all. It's it's, it's just a total coincidence. And I've heard somebody else come on out and say, well, no, all these sudden heart attacks are the result of human-caused global warming. I mean, it really, it is ridiculous, okay? All right, now, um, J.P. Morgan Chase Bank has terminated the bank accounts of the health company Mercola Market and its employees. They just turned it off without explanation. And uh, Dr. Mercola has practiced medicine since 1985. He founded the world's largest natural health website. So uh, Chase Bank said their accounts are going to be closed. But, you know, they were perfectly okay with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, remember? It's okay to have him as a customer, even though we now know top management at J.P. Morgan Chase knew he was running a sex trafficking business. All right. Now, in an interview on Monday, Senator Rand Paul took aim at several virologists who apparently agreed that pursuing evidence concerning a coronavirus lab leak in Wuhan would cause a poo show of problems with China. And it was just better to cover up the issue uh, right from the beginning. And Rand Paul said this was never about science. This was about the business of science. This was about the money. And yes, it, it is. It's all about the money. The, the medical industrial complex is more interested in Benjamins than they are in your health. In fact, in order to stay in business, they need you all to be chronically ill, requiring constant repetitive treatments. And uh, that's all they research is treatments. They don't look for cures for anything. You're always seeing these commercials. We're seeking a cure for what? No, they're not. A, you know, a cure is a bad business model, according to Goldman Sachs. So, anyway, it, it is, it's a, it's a racket, and it's turning out like everything in this country is a racket, you know, one way or the other, and the poor are made to pay for all. We've got to take a break for commercials. We'll be back with the international news after these few words.
so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pastures meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you've definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork raised the way nature intended. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. What this country is coming to, I sure would like to know. If they don't do something by and by, the rich will live and the poor will die. Doggone, I mean the panic is on. Can't get no way. Welcome back to our show here. We're going to start talking about the international news. And uh, we had Blinken the other day saying, well, you know, Ukraine has recaptured about half of the territory that Russia has taken in the uh, special military operation. Absolutely not true. In fact, the Russian army just blasted open a 12-kilometer hole in the Ukrainian front line, and they've captured more terrain in a week than Ukraine has in the last two months of the counteroffensive. And uh, I was looking at the news uh, uh, during uh, the break, and uh, there is a report 
that cruise missiles are now on their way to Kiev. Now, following the cruise missile attacks on Moscow, Russia had said we reserve the right for a harsh response. It may, in fact, be happening right now. So we're going to be keeping an eye on uh, what's going on there. So getting on back to this, you know, why is the counteroffensive failing? Well, there's a wide variety of reasons. Now, last March, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin said that as a result of significant Western support, the Ukrainians' military spring offensive had a very good chance for success. Former Chief of British General Staff General Richard Dannett went so far as to suggest that Ukraine's offensive would be so successful, Putin may be swept out of the Kremlin as a result. Unfortunately, those optimistic claims have not uh, come uh, to pass. And so more and more people are saying the most prudent course for Zelensky is to seek a negotiated settlement that preserves as much freedom and territory as possible for Kiev. Ending the war now would end the deaths and injuries for tens of thousands of Ukrainians and uh, head off the possibility of a coming nuclear exchange. So we're going to see... um, There we are. Uh, Now... Germany is saying that the reason Ukraine is losing is they're wasting the NATO training uh, because NATO came on in and they trained the Ukrainians in what is called uh, combined arms tactics. In other words, you plan your, your battles by integrating your armor, your infantry, and your artillery. And the German report said Ukraine is simply breaking up its NATO-trained brigades into much smaller units. And some of the troop units are divided into so many small sections. Each troop unit does something, but a joint combat leadership is simply not recognizable. In other words, it's breaking down into chaos on the ground uh, because the NATO training is basically being ignored by the Ukrainians. And uh, part of that may be the you know, reason that, uh, you know, they're, they're conscripting people in Kiev and just putting them on the front lines, and some of them are really not fit to be in a war, so they're being thrown into a meat grinder. Uh, right now, uh, about 30% of all the Western-supplied military hardware has been destroyed by the Russian forces, at least that portion not siphoned off and sold on the black market. Meanwhile, the Biden administration yesterday announced a new $400 million weapons package for Ukraine that includes ammunition for artillery and air defense systems and so forth and so on, including this little tiny micro drone. I think they called it the Black Hornet. It's very expensive. It's about $20,000, but it's very tiny, hard to see, and carries high-quality cameras. Now, remember a while back, Uh, There was this U.S. Marine veteran, Trevor Reed, who was released from a Russian prison in exchange for a convicted Russian drug trafficker. Apparently, he's been fighting in Ukraine, and he has now been injured. So we'll hope for the best for him here. Down in Israel, the protests are still going on, and it's kind of interesting. Ariel Sharon uh, former Israeli prime minister said he was not concerned about Arab countries or the Palestinians destroying Israel. He said his only fear was that the relationship between Israel and America would change and the lack of U.S. support for Israel would be the end of the country. Now, Joe Biden has denounced the uh, judicial reform bill and uh, says, uh, basically, you know, Israel is no longer a democracy. Uh, This bill basically makes the prime minister a dictator. 
But uh, the U.S., despite that judicial overhaul, is con- vowing to continue the military aid to Israel. So Ariel Sharon shouldn't have to be uh, worried too much about that. Meanwhile, there's an article that came out of uns.com saying it's past time to be honest about what's going on in Israel. And, you know, uh, there is this uh, constant attempt to portray Israel as perpetual victim. And yet they're one of the world's richest and most powerful ethno-religious, you know, demographics. And uh, they're always saying, we're poor, we're poor, we're poor, give us more, give us more, give us more. And they've got, you know, very good lifestyle over there. I mean, not the settlements, obviously, but um, very high standard of living. And, you know, they come on over and say, you know, give us some money or we'll use the H word on you. Uh, Down in Ecuador, they have declared a state of emergency amid the violent clashes there. And so there's a lot of violence going around the world. Okay, we got to take another break for commercials here. And we will be back after these words from our sponsors. are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Antelope Hill Publishing is America's leading publisher of dissident books, bringing you a wide variety of new translations and original works on every subject, from the funding behind the transgender movement to first-hand memoirs of World War II previously inaccessible to English-speaking audiences. We publish books that mainstream publishers won't touch, full of information that challenges the political status quo. Whether you count yourself as a political dissident, student of history, connoisseur of philosophy, or enthusiast of exciting and thought-provoking fiction, you owe it to yourself to check out our catalog. With exclusive offerings like The Transgender Industrial Complex, Solzhenitsyn and the Right, The Open Society Playbook, Opioids for the Masses, and many more, there's something for everyone and new titles are added every month. Check out our catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com and use code RBNREADERS2023 for 10% off your order. That's RBNREADERS2023 at antelopehillpublishing.com. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jungke, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest value cure-all of any earthly substance. 
Look for the Gold Mountain and Medical Symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Antelope Hill Publishing is America's leading publisher of dissident books, bringing you a wide variety of new translations and original works on every subject, from the funding behind the transgender movement to first-hand memoirs of World War II previously inaccessible to English-speaking audiences. We publish books that mainstream publishers won't touch, full of information that challenges the political status quo. Whether you count yourself as a political dissident, student of history, connoisseur of philosophy, or enthusiast of exciting and thought-provoking fiction, you owe it to yourself to check out our catalog. With exclusive offerings like The Transgender Industrial Complex, Solzhenitsyn and the Right, The Open Society Playbook, Opioids for the Masses, and many more, there's something for everyone, and new titles are added every month. Check out our catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com and use code RBNREADERS2023 for 10% off your order. That's RBNREADERS2023 at antelopehillpublishing.com. Born in the city with a silver spoon, great-grandson of the oil tycoon, raised by wolves, thinks he owns the moon. Socialist banker to the one world goons Davy Rockefeller Chairman of the CFR And welcome back to our show. We're talking about the international news. Now, Cambodia confirmed yesterday that work is almost complete on a new naval base Washington fears is intended for Chinese military use after satellite images showed a major pier had been built. Uh, U.S. officials suspect the Rheem base is being converted for use by China, a close ally of Cambodia, as Beijing seeks to buttress its international heft with a network of naval and military outposts. They've still got a long way to go to catch up with the United States in terms of the number of overseas military bases. Now, remember back um, the whole Kosovo War and... uh, they, you know, the, the so-called war for independence. WikiLeaks has just released some documents um, where the U.S. government um, basically uh, engineered Kosovo's independence in an effort to destabilize the Balkans. And so uh, traditionally, Kosovo was a province of Serbia, uh, but declared its illegal, unconstitutional, unilateral pseudo-independence in 2008 with U.S. and NATO backing nine years after a U.S.-NATO bombing campaign targeting the Serbs that helped establish ethnic Albanian rule in Kosovo. It's a real mess here. All right, let's talk about the economy. Um, There are some warning signs out there. Um, Nat West has uh, plunged 3% after boss Allison Rose was forced to quit over the Nigel Farage debanking scandal uh, with calls for the rest of the board to go and ministers are reading the riot act uh, to other banks about woke culture and there was an article saying that Nigel Farage got the media coverage because he's Nigel Farage but that a lot of organizations uh, especially Muslim ones are being debanked on a regular basis so this is uh, using the banks as a tool of dictatorship and coercion and you know, it's this kind of abuse of the dollar and the banking system abroad, which has led to the creation of BRICS and a desire to de-dollar, <clears throat> de-dollarize uh, the entire world. 
Now, the Bank of California is going to buy PacWest Bank Corp. in an all-stock transaction. Uh, PacWest, of course, came very close to failing earlier this year. The deal was announced yesterday, got help from Warburg, Pincus, and Centerbridge Partners, two private equity firms, which are investing $400 million to help shore up and restructure the balance sheet of the combined bank here. Uh, now, there's another article, and it's on Wall Street on Parade. It's talking about the uninsured deposits. Now, most of us mere mortals, you know, we have a, a checking account in the, the bank, and the FDIC insures that up to, I think it's $100,000. Um, but there are very large brokerage accounts uh, that are not insured. And these deposits amount to trillions and trillions of dollars. And they are now a major liability for the big banks on Wall Street, like J.P. Morgan Chase. And uh, so it's very, very fragile. Okay, getting on back to BRICS, Belarus is now applying to join the BRICS club. Uh, Belarus applied last May to join the BRICS club, uh, five leading developed economies. And uh, they're having a big summit, which is probably where they're going to admit a whole new raft of members. It's about 40 countries now want to join BRICS and get away from the U.S. dollar and get away from SWIFT. Now, we were talking a little while ago about how the end of the Ukraine grain deal was driving up wheat prices in this country and there was panic buying. And now it's switched to rice because uh, India has banned the exporting of rice. I guess they want to make sure that they've got enough, enough food for their own people. Uh, and that's triggered panic buying in U.S. supermarkets, causing the price of a 20-pound bag of rice to hit almost $50 in some stores. And, of course, India accounts for 40% of the world rice exports, and uh, uh, they ordered a halt uh, last Thursday to calm domestic prices, stoking fears of a global shortage. Now, I've talked about this myself, and this is coming out of Press TV. Washington's widespread use of illegal sanctions as a political tool to punish independent and rival governments as well as politicians and traders have prompted a broad coalition of nations across the globe to rewrite the rules of international financial systems aimed at ending the U.S. dominated order. This is an economic revolution that is uh, taking place. And uh, Putin actually came out with a statement to the same effect uh, I think it was earlier today where he said, you know, the, the U.S. has weaponized the dollar uh, to uh, basically impose its will on other countries. Now, down in Brazil, they're running a pilot program of a central bank digital currency. And uh, there was a uh, developer, blockchain developer by the name of Pedro Magal Heiss, founder of the Web3 consulting firm Iora Labs, managed to reverse engineer the code behind the CBDC program and discovered it allows the government to freeze your funds and adjust balances at will. In other words, to take money out of your account whenever they feel they need to. And that's the danger of a central bank digital currency. By the way, I don't know about you, but I've been seeing all these um, ads from like uh, gold investing companies and so forth saying that Biden was going to recall the dollar and all the paper dollars were going to be worthless and it was going to be announced uh, on uh, July 26th. And today, of course, is July 26th. No announcement just yet. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen in the future. Uh, but it's a very, very dangerous situation. 
Let's talk about immigration and the border. And uh, there is a story that basically uh, is focusing on a city, Kensington, Philadelphia, and how terrible it has been just devastated by the flood of fentanyl coming on into the country. And fentanyl is a very powerful synthetic opioid. Its power dwarfs that of heroin. I think it's something like 100 times stronger. You got to be, and it's leading to all kinds of uh, overdose deaths. 100,000 Americans every year die of fentanyl overdoses. And, uh, you know, Joe Biden doesn't seem to care. The border is a fiction. Uh, fentanyl floods into this nation from Mexico all day, every day. And the federal government charged with protecting our citizens does absolutely nothing about it. All righty. Now, down in Texas, Greg Abbott's operation to halt the influx of illegal immigrants, weapons, and drugs into the United States has resulted in the seizure of more than 422 million doses of fentanyl and the apprehension of 394,000 illegal immigrants. It's dubbed Operation Lone Star. It began in March of 2021 between the Texas National Guard and the Texas Department of Public Safety. And... uh, Basically, uh, you know, the the governors of the states do have a legal right to protect their borders. And what's really illustrative of uh, the Biden attitude toward the open border, they're now going to sue Texas for putting that floating barrier in the Rio Grande to discourage people from coming across. You know, they want that border open. They want the fentanyl to come into this country, apparently. I don't know if they're getting, you know, a piece of the action on that. Uh, wouldn't be the first time. I mean, the CIA has been involved in illegal uh, drug smuggling going back at least to Vietnam days. And, uh, you know, it, the potential Democratic voters, demographic replacement, uh, and it's causing so many problems in this country, and the Biden administration just doesn't seem to care. Now, Tim Ballard... Okay, who uh, basically was the real-life person uh, portrayed in the movie Sound of Freedom, is, is saying that thousands of unaccompanied children are disappearing into the U.S. interior. And this may be a major source of uh, you know, fresh meat, if you will, for the uh, uh, child sexual trafficking uh, gangs. And we had a story yesterday where this woman who had worked at one of these intake sections was saying they weren't really vetting the sponsors who were going to be given these unaccompanied children and that in some cases it did turn out uh, that child trafficking rings were simply coming on over and saying oh we'll take this child into our home and uh, that was basically the end of it now representative matt gates introduced a bill yesterday that would end unqualified birthright citizenship for children whose parents are not themselves U.S. citizens. It's called the End Birthright Citizenship Fraud Act of 2023, would amend the Immigration and Nationality Act to reflect the original intent of the 14th Amendments subject to the jurisdiction thereof, Clause. Now, I'm sure they're probably going to get it through the House. The Senate will probably vote against it. And even if the Senate votes it, I guarantee you, Joe Biden will veto it. Okay? Now, in other news here, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit ruled in favor of defense distributed and other companies that make and distribute ghost guns. 
and denied the federal government a stay in the case Vanderstock versus Garland. This ruling allows Defense Distributed, Blackhawk Manufacturing Group, uh, doing businesses 80% arms, Second Amendment Foundation, and so forth, uh, to continue selling these unfinished guns, these 80% receivers legally. Okay, they can go on doing that. And uh, I had one of those uh, sent to me by a listener to the show, and unfortunately I botched it. I, I, I wrecked it. <clears throat> so, so much. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, uh, that, that's a setback for Biden and a blow for the right to keep and bear arms. Okay, now here's another story. Down in Texas, there was a man who posted on Facebook that he was selling his own guns. You know, people buy guns, they play with them, they get tired and say, I, I want to buy a new gun, I'm going to sell the old gun. And apparently, um, the FBI uh, was monitoring this man without a warrant. Okay. And the ATF investigated the man. They found no evidence of wrongdoing, yet gave the information to the FBA to monitor him for at least six months. Talk about a dictatorship. And according to internal documents reviewed by the Epic Times, two ATF special agents interviewed the man who admitted to advertising his personal firearms for sale on Facebook. He stated he had a habit of purchasing new guns, tinkering with them, losing interest, and subsequently selling them. And he said he'd never made a profit. So um, he said, uh, I kept waiting for the part where the ATF identified something illegal, and it never happened. So, you know, they're monitoring this guy for doing what millions of other gun hobbyists do, selling parts of their personal collection. It is not a crime. But apparently the ATF doesn't like people turning over their guns at a high rate. Now, when you do a personal sale of a firearm, you still have to go through the background check. What will happen is the seller and the buyer will go to a, uh, uh, you know, a licensed gun dealer a federal firearms licensed gun dealer, and they'll go through the paperwork for the background check. When that comes back uh, saying it's approved, then the seller gives the gun to the buyer, the buyer turns the money over to the seller, and all is going to be well. So they are complying with the laws here. Now here's an interesting story. There is a gun maker in New Hampshire, Sig Sauer, I'm sure you've all heard the name. They are the leading exporter of pistols overseas. And the economic and political forces driving those sales were set in motion after the U.S. assault weapons ban expired in 2004. Uh, but they've reached new heights since gunmakers in 2020 won a decade-long battle to streamline export approval. And after the ban was lifted, exports of semi-automatics skyrocketed to 3.7 million units, more than doubling over the past six years. So, <clears throat> you know, the, the guns are out there here. All righty, over in Japan uh, at the crippled Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant where they're getting ready or if they, they probably already started dumping that radioactive water into the ocean. They caught a fish near the disaster site last May and it contained levels of radioactive cesium 180 times Japan's safety limit. And uh, apparently the, this black rockfish was living near the drainage outlets of the nuclear plant, and uh, it was uh, highly radioactive. The company is saying rainwater from the areas around reactors 1, 2, and 3 flows into the inner breakwater where the rockfish was caught on May. So clearly the water is not really safe here. Getting into Climategate, 
um, you know, Hillary Clinton uh, put out a, a tweet blaming MAGA Republicans for the hot weather. And she got roasted on social media. And uh, one tweet said, it's, it's warm it, in summer? What a, you know, and somebody even said, this, this has to be a parody account. You know, this can't be the real Hillary Clinton, but it probably is. Now, corporate media is calling for blackouts to solve climate change. They want to basically turn off uh, the uh, power, and they're saying it would be easier and less expensive to fight climate change if the public would be willing to live with blackouts. And they said keeping the lights on 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, you know, or, or we can solve the climate crisis. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but at night I turn my lights off anyway. And if you start these blackouts, what happens to people with home medical equipment that needs electricity? What happens to food stored in freezers and refrigerators, not to mention people in very hot or very cold areas that need heat or air conditioning? Okay. Now, getting on back to the Nord Stream pipeline explosion, I mean, it put out a huge amount of methane, was very, very destructive of the climate. Uh, Methane is a much more potent greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide, and there's not even really that much uh, faith that carbon dioxide is a greenhouse gas, according to NASA. Um, But yeah, this was the the largest release of methane uh, into the atmosphere, and yet the climate people don't really seem all that eager to try and find who was responsible for this. It's like, no big deal, you know, we're going to go after your cars and, you know, your your paper bags and plastic bags and whatever. Now, let's see, uh, in July of 2022, there was a major fire at Yosemite Park, and uh, national park and it was attributed to climate change see we've got human caused global warming causing these fires um, all over canada all over yosemite all over um, greece right now and uh, it turned out the yosemite fire was arson and they have arrested uh, edward frederick wackerman was taken into custody uh following an investigation that lasted a year. So, no, it wasn't human-caused global warming. Somebody set that fire. There are indications the uh, Canadian wildfires were being set. And over in uh, 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 Greece, somebody actually caught one of the arsonists, uh, you know, at work, just driving along, setting on a motorcycle, setting a fire and driving off. And, uh, yeah, they're burning up the planet to sell the idea that global warming is dangerous. We've got to take a break from commercials, and we will be right back. if Extendivite really works, but you find that hard to believe and you spend precious time looking for someone to say, just try it. I have my help today because of Extendivite. And if I did not take a leap of faith and try it, well, I would be on disability today. Take one bottle of Extendivite as suggested for 60 days to find out for yourself. No need to stop any other meds you may be on. You know by now that they are not working for you. 
Before the 60 days are up, I know that you will feel Extendivite working for you and will want to take another bottle. Life is too short. Get your Extendivite today. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendo Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to T-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Some are maxed out all their credit cards. Some are working two jobs and living in cars. Minimum wage won't pay for a roof, won't pay for a drink. If you gotta have proof, just scratch yourself, Mr. CEO. See how far 5.15 an hour will go. Take a part-time job at one of your stores. I bet you can't make it here anymore. And welcome back to our show. And I'm going to take a little bit of a detour here. I'm looking at social media. Uh, Congress is holding a meeting about UFOs. And, of course, it's being just poured onto social media in what, to me, is an obvious attempt to distract from Bidengate. And uh, there are reports that Donald Trump will be indicted again tomorrow for some fictitious thing that he did, you know, keeping his library books too long or something like that. Again, they're trying to distract away from what Joe Biden has been doing. Okay, and let's see. Um, All righty, getting on back to climate gate. um, Everyone's always talking about renewables, you know, windmills, which only work when the wind is blowing, solar panels, which only work when the sun is shining. And it turns out that the process of manufacturing the solar panels uh, is quite carbon intensive. 
And so you're not really getting much of a gain. They have a finite lifespan. You have to, you know, remanufacture them over and over and over again. The same thing with the windmills. They, they, they have very short lifespans out there. Anyway, uh, everyone's talking about electric vehicles. Electric vehicles are the wave of the future. And, uh, yeah, after our Honda got stolen for the third time and uh, we had to buy a new car, we did look at electric vehicles, hideously expensive. In hindsight, uh, I'm glad we didn't get one because of the battery issues and the lack of charging stations in uh, uh, this part of the country. Actually, they do have electric charging stations over in the parking lot at Holiday World. Uh, but there's a new article out, this is from Zero Hedge, and it's talking about how these electric vehicle batteries uh, only are at their best in a narrow range of temperatures. Okay, in cold weather, uh, they don't really work all that well, and now it's been discovered that if the temperature rises over 100 degrees, uh, the range of the electric vehicle uh, declines by about one-third. So, you know, not very good at, at all. Okay, story out of Zero Hedge again. The U.S. power grid is already straining under excess regulations with blackouts possible, but now the EPA has proposed two more rules that promise to cause major problems. One is a tailpipe emission standard that would require 60% of new cars sold in 2030 to be electric. The other is a rule that would force hundreds of power plants to shut down. Does anybody in government actually think these things through before they come up with these ideas? So you're increasing demand on the electric grid by ordering everybody to buy an electric vehicle. At the same time, you're shutting power plants down. That really does not make a huge amount of uh, success. By the way, um, there was this... Uh, 18,000-ton car-carrying ship, had 3,000 cars. It's uh, uh, burning now because one of the electric vehicle's battery exploded, and the fire is still going on. They're trying to get the uh, ship to shore, but they're concerned it may actually uh, sink. Okay. Now, John Clauser is a Nobel Physics laureate, and he's talking about the corruption of climate science, and as a result... Speaking engagements he had scheduled are now being canceled. Okay, we got to take a break for a station identification. We're going to open the phone lines, 512-248-8252. We've already got calls on the line. We'll be right back. John, the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, 
and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. This is RBN. The Republic Broadcasting Network.